How you living? I'm Trey. Some folks call me Pastor Trey. And I ain't always had the best relationship with the Bible. <laughs> Hell, depending on who you ask, I still don't. I know, those ain't necessarily the words you want to hear from the dude identifying himself as pastor or anything on the podcast you might have clicked on because of the biblically themed title, but stick with me. See, before the Bible never felt like home to me. I always felt like a visitor, like I was hearing some distant God speak to a distant people in a distant time in a distant land. I didn't feel like that God was speaking to me until I gave myself permission to read it in my own language. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a fairly decent chance you speak English. And if you don't, I'm sorry, it's going to be a little tough to follow along. But if you speak English, then you may or not be able to read English. And if you've ever ventured into reading the Bible in English, then you may or not be aware of the army of English Bible translations to choose from. For real, there's like 500 of them things. But the most famous of them is, unfortunately, the, the authorized King James Version, which came out in 1611. I say unfortunately because I knowest not any who talketh in such a fashion and neither do thou but even still I, I find myself engaging with all of these modern translations that have been filtered through so many people and committees and lenses that I'm not really sure if they plan on inviting me to those tables so I gave myself permission to read the Bible for me now I get to read the Bible in my own language and this is what I'm sharing with y'all this is the miracle of the church, not necessarily your church or your grandma's church, but the church we see in, in the Bible, a continuation of this paradigm shift that happens in the book of Acts, right? In the Bible, Acts covers the period immediately following the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Now, all of Jesus' disciples, his followers, his homies, they're still going through this traumatic whirlwind. They become believers. In Jesus, oh man, things about to change. They had all of their hopes nailed to a cross. He was executed in front of everybody. He was buried. You see their hopes die. Only to see their hopes roar back to life in a matter of days. But now, when we find ourselves in Acts, right? Jesus is gone. You just like, I, I got places to be. Um, y'all got it. And he leaves them to sort through the meaning of all of this stuff between themselves or so they thought. You see, Acts 2, when you keep on reading the book, it says that on the day of Pentecost, this, this festival, this Jewish festival, it's this, this foreign to a lot of us because we don't really be observing it like that. But all of these believers, these these people who was rolling with Jesus and, and watched them die and then come back and, and then dip, they're meeting together when but the Bible says this roaring sound from heaven fills the house that they're meeting in and the Holy Spirit God fills them and they start speaking in other languages. Now it's important to look at that, right? Because the Holy Spirit didn't make everyone speak or hear in the same language. It's not like a new language was born that like a universal, well, it wasn't no Bitcoin where it was like subverting all the other languages. In this moment, God allowed everyone to share the things of God and talk about God in a tongue that they understood. Now, I've decided to believe that the Bible can speak to me and my folks, that we can understand it, that we can wrestle with it, that we can gasp, ask questions, be offended, be upset, that we can even walk away because it's always there to pick up the conversation should we decide to return. 
Now, I don't pretend to read the Bible objectively. I don't think that's possible. I bring all of me to the table every time I open the scriptures. I'm a black Christian man in the United States of America. And each of those aspects of my identity influences the way I see the text. And I'm fine with that. My interpretation ain't infallible, but it's mine. It's what I heard in my conversations with God. Now, the New Living Translation, this is what I'm calling this right here, is, is a spirit-led endeavor. It's reading by faith. It's deep down in my soul. I believe God speaks to you in ways that you can understand. And I believe that God speaks to me in my own language. So what God has given me, I'm sharing with you. Now, this is just a trailer. And I'm excited about the conversations we're going to have together. But those going to have to wait just a little bit longer because I got a favor to ask from you. I need you to click that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. I need you to share this with somebody and tell them to do the same. Then I want you to come back and rap with me. Because this is Bonafide Bible Talk. Translation. Let's talk about it.